Hello and welcome to the Geekatorium podcast number 50. That's right, we've hit half a century's worth of Geekatorium podcast. Thanks to everybody who's been a loyal listener over this time, especially if you've joined us since we've launched the new format of me and Matt discussing the news and just discussing geeky things in general. We hope, we hope that you've enjoyed what we have created genuinely but this podcast it's now it's now the news what news has been happening in the world of geek and we're talking a lot of stuff we're talking about spider-man 3 and featuring benedict cumberbatch we're talking about uh katie mulgrew returning to star trek in the role of Catherine janeway uh we're talking about resident evil live action reboot seth mcfarlane potentially leaving the orville and pixar's soul going straight to disney plus on christmas day of all days and we have some sodium stories as always we have sodium stories is there going to be a triple Spider-Man? Might be a bit of salt involved there. Is Robert Pattinson d- difficult to deal with? And has he doomed the Batman tr- uh, trilogy that he's supposed to be creating? We think there might be some salt there as well. But have a listen to the podcast. Have a think of, uh, and have a listen to what we think about all these stories. If you have enjoyed the podcast, there is a couple of things that you can do that will really, really help us out. If you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. On that platform as well, please make sure you leave a review. Reviews will help us be seen. Believe me, you, it'll drive us up through the charts and we'll get more listeners and it'll just be amazing. And of course, if you are listening to this podcast, if you think we're good and you enjoy it yourself, share it. Don't just keep it to yourself. Share it. Share it on social media. You can tag us as well. We're on uh, Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. If you just search for The Geekatorium, uh, you can find all the links in the description of the show. But if you just click search for the geekatorium you can find us on all social media and on top of that if you've really enjoyed what we're doing you can you can support us as well on patreon so you can sub, su- uh, subscribe to one of our tiers sign up to one of the tiers and you'll get access to a whole host of different things including access to a super secret discord which you know matt tried to claim he didn't know about he totally knew about it he totally knew about it we used it we've used it several times anyway the point is get involved Please enjoy the podcast. But I've done enough talking. Without further ado, let's go into the podcast. Shall we? Talk about the news. Let's do some news. Oh, yes. What have we got in the news this week? Oh, Tell me what we've got. My God. We've got a quite a bit of news things. Uh, so we've got so many nerdy stuff. We've got a few sodium stories as well. But let's start with this. Um, mm. Let's start with this. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in Spider-Man 3. Mm. Whatever it's called. Spider-Man 3. Home sweet home. That's that's one of the suggestions. I was going to say maybe homesick. Mm-hmm. Because he's going to be on the run. Home alone. Maybe no. I I don't <laughs> I know. Yes, 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 yes. I wanted to be home alone. Oh my god! I just see like Vulture come back, um, <laughs> and you know maybe yeah. Electro and Vulture are now the wet bandits. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> But this is right. So one thing that because uh, some people have like straight away because it's Doctor Strange and because we all know that his next movie is in the multiverse of madness, uh, everyone is straight away going, "This is going to be a Spider Verse movie." Uh, I don't think it's going to be a Spider Verse movie. One, Jamie Fox put an Instagram uh, out 
Yeah. And specifically said that he was not going to be blue. Yeah. And yeah. then I think he was told to delete said Instagram. <gasps> Right. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah. so I don't think this is multiverse. I think this is just a way of letting him have another crack at the role. I don't think, mm. um, unless if they're able to put film something and put something together and are actually able to surprise us, like with Andrew Garfield and with Tobey mm. Maguire, if they're able to properly surprise us, that would be extraordinary. Unfortunately, I don't think that they have the the, the ability to do that. But what they've said is that Doctor Strange, in this respect, is going to be fulfilling the hole left by Tony Stark in being yeah. a mentor to Peter. It does make sense because I think like the MCU is going to be looking for that that character that takes over the sort of in charge of the Avengers mm. mentorship role, and of all of them. Actually, Doctor Strange is a pretty good choice. Like yeah. he's all—he's char, you know, he's in charge of like you know his division of London, of uh, New York, of the of the of the sorcerers. Yeah, um, so he's in Center charge Center of that. So, yeah, he's so powerful as a as an Avenger. Kind of makes a little bit of sense if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, um, and you know, who better to replace Sherlock Holmes than Sherlock Holmes? Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing, though, you have to consider, again, is that at this point, Peter's on the run. Like, yes. he's, he's in trouble. Well, so that's the other thing as well. So I think Strange um, is protecting him. Well, so I was going to say this. So the other thing as well is that um, in Civil War, in the comics, uh, Peter Parker reveals his identity because he's mm -hmm. he agrees with the, the mutant registration, uh, not the mutant, the um, superhero, superhero yeah. re registration. Um, so he he agrees with he he's he gives up his secret identity, um, and the only way it's restored is through Doctor Strange casting a spell to make everyone forget. Mm. So actually, it makes perfect sense. You know, like if you look at this, there's history there already that it's going to be that Doctor Strange and Spider Man are going to maybe do this. And yeah, you're right. So there's, there's maybe this. It seems to me there's probably going to be something along those lines in the movie is going to happen where uh, Peter Parker's identity will be made secret again mm. through the through the magics of. Uh, it was a bit Strange. of a cop out, but at the same time, it'll probably work. It'll probably be work. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm still liking that you know these movies are staying kind of incestuous. I, I, I'm okay with it. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's good. It's I, good. I'm looking forward I'm to seeing the result. I, I I was a big fan of Doctor Strange, so there we go. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's move on to something very exciting. This Hell is yeah. so good. Hell yeah. Kate Mulgrew is returning as Catherine Janeway for the Star Trek animated series, Star Trek Prodigy, that we talked about months ago on this very podcast. Quite a while ago. Yeah. yeah. So this is a kid's show, Nickelodeon mm. uh, kid's show based on Star Trek. Um, and yeah, she's back. And she was really excited to announce it herself. Yeah, bless her. L like proper excited. Makes me wonder as well, who else are they going to bring back? You know, they brought, you know, Picard has got his own series and we've brought back, uh, you know, Brent Spiner's come back for that. Um, Jonathan Frakes has come back for that. Right. Would you know something that was quite cryptic was one person who replied to, uh, uh, Kath uh, Kate, uh, was it Kate Mulgrew? I was going to say yeah. Catherine. No, that's Janeway. Kate Mulgrew. Uh, tweeted, I'm really excited to come back, blah, 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 blah. And one person said, welcome back. To which everyone said, are you coming back as well? 
And that was Gates McFadden. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if she turns up again. Especially she's like got to turn up Picard. in Picard. No, she's yeah, such absolutely. a pivotal character in Picard's life. Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. That's not a... Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. If you're talking about other characters I'd love to see back, I mean, obviously I'd love to see, uh, well, O'Brien, mm-hmm. even though he appeared in gold and bronze. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but I'd like to see it. I'd like to see, um, uh, uh, well, the Doctor is probably a prime character oh, I, for... I think I think that's odds on that he'll be back at some point. No, but um, also maybe... for an animated show for kids. He's yeah. such a good character for kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for that, in that sense, yes. Uh, as an actual live action, probably not. But no. I would probably, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Lewis Zimmerman um, yeah, yeah, return. Yeah. But no, this is exciting news. I, I think it's great. I mean, first of all, let's just talk about the fact that there is so much Star Trek being created right now. Yeah. And <laughs> the thing is, right, it doesn't seem to be that they're aiming for... Um, trying to get mass appeal of star trek right yeah. they're, they're saturating the market in terms of we're creating lots of different styles of star trek but it seems to be that each one is about telling a different story to a different audience yeah, yeah? and that is fine you know we've got discovery which is the one that's probably trying to get the new mainstream audience on board but it's again it's focusing on its own thing we've got uh, picard again which was brought back to tell a story with this character and was really meant to really appeal to sort of older fans of the series to come back and see this you know uh lower decks from what i hear has been getting rave reviews Same, like people yeah. have been really really enjoying it and i heard the finale which is aired um but people some some people saying it's one of the most star trek things that's been released of all the newer stuff so i'm really excited release it in the uk God yeah damn it. the uk um we've got strange new worlds coming out which i imagine is going to be uh more along the lines of the original series or D, or next generation than anything that has been released since. Is it 20 minute uh, episodes or is it still being 40 minute episodes? 40, I believe it's 40 okay. minutes. I believe it is, but it's going to be, they've, they've definitely said it's more episodic and more uh, in keeping to original Trek. So I'm going to be interested to see that, that yeah. and that, that'll appeal, that'll appeal to fans of discovery and fans of the original series. And now we've got, and we've got Star Trek prodigy, which is like, this is for kids and that's fine. I'm really happy with that. And I'll probably, we'll probably watch it. Right. And it's really cool is that they're creating all this new content, bringing in new characters, but also honoring old characters and bringing in old characters, old, uh, old actors as well. So like, you know, Discovery started off with having Harry Mudd come back, the character of Harry Mudd reappear. That was great. It was done really, really well. And then, of course, Picard was all about the old cast, you know, some of the old cast of Next Generation yeah. coming back. And now we've got Janeway coming into Prodigy. Now, this also hints that obviously when Prodigy is going to be set, yeah well that era probably it seems before the mars situation yep yep potentially um but yeah so this is going to be this is exciting i i you know what the more i watch voyager the more i like uh janeway as a captain i think she's oh she was always great to me i i thought she she always had hard decisions um no 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 I never said she was bad. No, no, I never no, said no, that. No, you know, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but like it's more and more. It's like Jesus, you were like the most. Like Kirk was loved to jump off walls into people um, and rip his shirt off as much as he could. Uh, Picard was a great philosopher yeah. and diplomat, right? Cisco was a spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. 
Um, but Janeway, Janeway, girls get things done. She was a captain. She was a captain and a leader. That's what she was. She was a diplomat, but she could also be an action hero as well. She was brilliant. She was an all rounder. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm excited about this. It's, it's brilliant. I, I, I can't think of, you know, she, especially like she, she had a bit of a resurgence with her career, like with like Orange is the New Black. Um, mm. And she didn't, she doesn't really need Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, but she clearly loves it. She even like when there was a Star Trek thing a um, few, few uh, months ago as well, it was like a Star Trek day. Uh, and and she posted her old uniform. She's like, ah, oh, just getting out the old uniform. For yeah. she still has an affection for it, which you know there are some people from Voyager. I think Robert Beltran really is quite negative about his past experience on uh, Voyager. Yeah, but I can understand that his character was horrifically written and underused. Yeah, yeah, he weren't great either. But you know. Anyway. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Some more news. Uh, Excellent. Resident Evil that we talked about last week with an animated series. Yep. Um, they're doing a live action reboot as well for the movies. Yeah. They've announced a cast. I mean, I mean Capcom's going all out for this anniversary yeah. of um, Resident Evil, aren't they? Um, but yes, they've got a new cast and um, some interesting names in there. Yeah, you've got um, uh, Hannah John Kamen, who she she had a very good year um, in 2018, I believe, uh, which was she had uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Ready Player One. Yep. So she was in two of the you know big movies of that year. Um, yeah, she she's um, she's really good. You got the guy from uh, the big guy from Umbrella Academy. He's yep. really well cast. Like that's actually kind of perfect. Um, yeah, I, there's a few people there I recognise. Uh, Robbie Amell, uh, yeah, Stephen Amell's cousin, who was also in um, series one of the Flash. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, as as Firestorm, or at least was one half of Firestorm. So I'm excited about this. I think it's, I think it's like, casting wise, it's great. Um, how I felt about Resident Evil movies is another thing. Uh, the first one I, was a good attempt. Yeah. And then but, it just yeah, fell apart yeah, for me. Yeah. But I do want to bring this up is, um, so there's a thing I remember reading a while ago and um, it is about a certain TV show and the success of the cast of that TV show, and it's Skins. Oh, right. Okay. Because this has got uh, uh, Kaya Scodelario, right. who played Effie Stoneham in Skins. I never watched Skins, so this is well, going this is my the head. What you're going to do, I want you to Google the cast of Skins and look through the names and look at how successful these actors are. Oh, been. I do know that. Yeah, no, lots of people from Skins are loud. Yeah, they are. They're Hollywood. They're all Hollywood. Yeah, they, like it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. So, you know, when I saw the casting and you mentioned it, I was like, oh my God. It's like, there's very little that I'm, that I tune into now where like that, where I'm like, someone from Skins has something to do with it. You know? <laughs> Wasn't <laughs> like, Harry Enfield a producer on Skins? I don't know. I can't remember, but uh, Skins was great, by the way. I, re- I watched it. It's so good. I felt like I hated, you, I hated it at the time. 
but watching it now, I'm like, this is incredible. I avoided it because I saw clips of it and I was like, I live this life. I don't need to watch yeah. other people do it. <laughs> no, watch it. It's really, really good. But anyway, no, I, I just wanted to touch on that for a second. No, no, it's a good point. Yeah. Good shout. Good yeah. shout. Yeah. I am excited for, 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 because I, I, Resident Evil is, there's, there's something about it that, that, but he can do something good with it. They could. They it's, can. It's, yeah, they could. Whether Absolutely they could. will is a different it's, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm exactly. I'm happy to give them as many chances as they need as long as we get something good because you know <laughs> it, it doesn't it, something's bad it doesn't end the world no no viruses no. do that but oh hold on that's what the series is about <laughs> but look there's there's video games as well has had a bad rap in fact I think one of the greatest video game adaptations uh, like in movie wise. Uh, was Silent Hill. I actually quite yes, dig that movie. Yeah. I, I, I like no, it. It's, it's, it's not that bad, actually. I, it's not, it's not no, bad it's, 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 it's a decent yeah. film. Yeah. Uh, the first Resident Evil is not as good as that Silent Hill movie. No, it, it, no. it tries too hard. I think it's, it's trying to do too much at once. Oh, God, if you want to talk about uh, film, uh, game films that try too hard... Assassin's Creed. Oh, uh, I started uh, watching that and I, 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 I couldn't get through the yeah, rest of it. I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. I tried and I failed. Yeah. So fails. now this next one. Um, oh my God. This is, this excited me when I read it. Really? Which one? Sorry. Which one are you? On? Uh, I was going to say, I was not sure if this one's a sodium story or not, but. Uh, oh no. Yeah. No, this one didn't excite me. Sorry. No, I, this, I, I is, skip, this is I've quite sad. One. This is quite a sad story. And yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I wasn't, I, I, I'm the same as you. I'm iffy on whether it's true or not. Um, but yeah. I think it's been quoted enough that I think it might be. And also if you think about um, what's happened, like how long it's taken for this new season to come together because it's moved to it so just to sort we're talking about the orville and this is a show i remember when i said i'm looking forward to this and you rick you were like no this looks terrible i don't mm. like the concept i don't like anything about it and i watched it and i said guys this is really good and still i was greeted with skepticism of like eh, really and then eventually everyone watched it and went oh this is good yeah yeah, yeah. this is actually like really Star Trek and not the farcical comedy. I still kind of wish it was a farcical comedy, um, but it's a really good, decent drama. It's a good show with, with humor and the humor is very funny. I think it's very good, mm. but apparently Seth MacFarlane is done. Yeah. He's done with it. But you've got to wonder why, like these, I, I don't, you know, we talk about sodium stories and you know what, we, we don't, most of them, we don't, you know, we, we laugh at and stuff like that. And occasionally they turn out to be true. Um, and someone has to eat um, some California Reaper. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, cooking peppers. it on Monday. Excellent. Um, <laughs> live stream. Uh, so, it's, <laughs> but the point is, the point I'm trying to get across is, is that every sodium story we tell, there's some, there's a reason that it's been created. Yes. Nothing comes out of nothing. Nothing exists in a vacuum. Nothing happens in a vacuum, you know? Uh, so there's, you know, whether it's um, wishful thinking from fans creating these stories uh, based on a thread of a truth or whether it's based on like, you know, an overheard conversation of potential stuff like this. The thing is, this one is, 
there's been such it's been such a long time now since the since the Orville finished this last season. You can't even use the lockdown as an excuse for there not being a season three in semi-production. Yeah. Do you know? It's true. If you look at the logical timeline of when a season ends and then they start filming the next season, it's usually a few months after the, the, the previous season is finished. And we have heard nothing at all about season three. Nothing. Not even like it's definitely been renewed level of like, this is when it's coming. It's definitely been renewed. There's a season three going to come on the horizon. This is season two finished. Season three will be at some point. We just don't. And that's it. Like there was nothing like, oh, it's coming soon. And is it because Seth MacFarlane has had enough of it? Don't know. That's where the sodium story sort of aspect comes in. Like if, you know, it's like, that's where the grasping of straws is. But you've got to look at the evidence in front of you. And I think there is something there that's, I've got a feeling that the Orville will either not be back or if it does come back, it'll be a final season. Yeah. I think because, because it's, it's, yeah, it's changed networks mm-hmm. because it, it was moved to Hulu, I believe. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. So it's moved to Hulu, which whilst shows survived that, you know, as a showrunner, you've got to feel a bit of a, a little bit, you know, not offended as such, but it's like a slight towards the show where, oh, well, it was dropped from there. Luckily someone's picked it up and fans like it, but it still hurts. You know, that that you yeah. got rejected from somewhere. Yeah, you're welcomed in and other people. Seth MacFarlane does strike me as someone who is kind of precious uh, yep. about his, his things. Uh, so I think once it sort of fell out of his hands in that respect, he's just like, oh, forget it. Just forget yeah. it. Just like, I don't want to play with the toy anymore. I don't want to do it. And, you know, he's, he's probably got lots of things going on. Uh, he's he, uh, Maybe he's got Ted 3 in the works. I don't know. But uh, uh, I like Seth MacFarlane. I like what he's done. Um, I don't like, so obviously, the later seasons of Family Guy, but, you know, he's not really writing those. He's just mm. taking the money. Uh, I liked, uh, you know, I even liked the Cleveland show. That's actually quite fun to watch sometimes. I like American Dad. I like Ted. I even found one uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West, a watchable movie. You know, there's, there's, he does things that I enjoy. I even liked him hosting the Oscars. Fair play, man. Fair play. But the Orville, I think, is one of his best things that he's done. And it's sad that it's going to be the thing that he's made the least of. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's the, the probably the best thing that he's done. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah. I know what you mean. It's is it a sodium story? Is it not? I don't think. I don't think it is. I think there's going to be something that come out. I think this is going to be, and it's happened before, man. This is not the first time that a show has just disappeared because the creator has decided that they don't want anything to do with it anymore, or that a show has just fizzled out. Uh, you know, it, it happens, man. You know, for every you know, we talk about Firefly being like you know, oh, networks cancel shows too soon. You know, there have been historically, none, unfortunately, I can't think of any that popped in mind, but there are harsh shows that have just sort of ended, you know? Oh, I can think of, there was one show, it's not geeky, but it was a show called Huff Hmm. uh, that I watched and I saw two seasons of it and it was about a a therapist. um, It was Hank Azaria uh, was the lead. 
Um, and the whole series started with, um, him giving therapy to a guy and the guy commits suicide in his therapy session, like kills himself. That's so it's sort of the mental breakdown of a psychiatrist. That's sort of the the premise of the show is that this psychiatrist has more problems than any of his patients. Uh, His son, his son, and this was how I discovered this young actor, his son was played by a very young Anton Yelchin. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. And uh, season two ended with like Anton Yelchin's character being a complete delinquent. Uh, his, um, Hank Azaria's wife was leaving him. He just experimented with LSD therapy. So everything was going completely nuts. And then it was canceled and I never saw any closure to that story whatsoever. Okay. So it does happen, uh, even with excellent shows, like proper, yeah. like shows that should win awards. And then mm. if no one's watching them, then they won't make them. Yep. There you go. There you go. That's how the fans of the OA feel. <laughs> now we've got an exciting story. Yes, this is the one. This is the one I was excited about. Sorry. Go, go got, for I, it. I, go yeah. for it. Tell us. Uh, tell I, us. I found this one up and I was like, yeah. yes, yes. So there was a new uh, Pixar movie uh, coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh my God, like, have you seen the trailer for it? No, but I can tell that this is a film that's going to break me because it's Pixar and it's about musicians. Yep. So the trailer, right. <laughs> We're just going to pause the podcast for two seconds while uh, Matt goes to watch the trailer. Not yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we're you pretending. Want- We're going to pretend that you've watched the trailer. No. Okay. Um, you know, anyway. I've seen the pictures. Point is, the trailer is fantastic. The, the, so the concept of the, it's, it's Pixar's movie Soul. Okay. So the, the, I, the, do you know what, how much do you know about this film? So it's, it's sort of like afterlifey. Yeah. So it's all based about, so imagine, I imagine it's going to be a mixture of Coco, Inside Out and, you know, the, the, those, and, those two uh, the, movies. The, the, what was the film with Samuel L. Jackson and Bernie Mac, Soul Men or Soul Brothers? Or, <laughs> so it's, it kind of is though. Yeah, yeah. So the, the idea is that, you know, your souls it's, can come back to earth and stuff. Like that. And, and it's, it's sad. It looks sad, but it looks amazing. It looks funny. I, the, the trailers I've seen, I've been like, wow. Um, and yeah, it's all about musicians and jazz. So that's going to be quite cool. Hence the name Soul. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, as we know, uh, cinemas are not doing very well right now. And we, but what we saw during the pandemic and during sort of lockdown periods is a slow, it started off slowly, but like some movies that were supposed to be in cinemas were getting released early for renting uh, through different services like iTunes and uh, Amazon, stuff like that. They, they were, you, could, you could spend £20 and rent the movie for 24 hours. Uh, and then Disney Plus did that with uh, Mulan because Mulan was supposed to be out this year, never got its release. So they put it on Disney Plus Premiere where you paid a bit of extra and you got to watch this movie. Well, now they've gone one further because what they're going to do is they're going to take Pixar's Soul, they're going to release it on Christmas Day for no extra cost. And it's bold? I mean, yeah. It's, incre- it's an incredible move. I'm extremely happy about this because I get to see two Pixar movies this year, uh, brand yeah. new Pixar movies this year. Um, and I'm really excited about this one. This one has really sparked my sort of imagination about this. I, as soon as I saw it, I thought of like Inside Out and I love Inside Out. 
Um, so I'm really, really excited. Um, in fact, actually, you know, the, the person who directed it, uh, Peter Doct- uh, Doctor, was actually the director of Inside Out and Up. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Then, no, so, this guy so knows what he's doing. The voices in it are, you know, it's Jamie Foxx playing a jazz musician. I've seen that uh, before. Yeah, we've seen it before. <laughs> and that um, film really upset me. Oh, that, that film, film made me incredible. cry. Ray was so good. And Tina Fey, who is, who's Tina, who's Tina Fey, one of Tina Fey's best friends is Amy Poehler. Uh, who was Amy Poehler? Amy Poehler played Joy. Uh, I oh, think yeah. you've seen yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, it's, I th- I'm really excited about this. The fact that it was supposed to be released uh, on Thanksgiving and it can't be the fact they're going to um, they're going to do it on Disney Plus on December the 25th, Christmas Day. You're going to open your presents. Have your turkey, whatever you eat, have your beer, your wine, your soft drink, whatever you drink. And then at the end of the day, we're all going to sit down together and we're going to watch Pixar's Soul and we will all cry. It's going to be I am great. looking forward to that. It's going to be great. What a great move. What a great move by Disney. It is. Because it's, and cynical as well. I'm sorry. It's a cynical move to get people to sign up for Disney plus over Christmas, but. Yeah. But at the same time, we've, we've already paid for a year and. I guarantee there's some people who have not signed up yet and this, this will drive them to do it over Christmas. Yeah. Oh, Hey, we, we can watch this movie for four ninety nine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, wait, hang on a second. All of this other stuff's on there. We're sticking with this. <laughs> yes. Especially if they do it. Because I got it on the cheap thing where it's forty nine ninety nine for a year. That's what I did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I did not realize. Listen to this. Listen to this. I, I, the cast. I knew about Jamie Foxx. I knew about Tina Fey. Yeah. David Diggs is in it as well. Who? Sorry? David Diggs. From Snowpiercer. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it features original jazz music by globally renowned musician John Batiste and Oscar winners Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross have composed the score. Listen, I love Trent Reznor. I'm a big Nine Inch Nails fan. And, and that, that, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? I did not realize. I'm sorry, I've just skimmed over the article one more time and I missed this bit. You know when you read an article and you stop scrolling and you forget that there's a bit at the bottom? Yeah, under, yeah? yeah, I've just found it. But yeah, Trent Reznor. That's, oh, that's really weird. But okay. That, cool. Look, it's hey, Pixar. They hey. already had my money. Anyway, so... That's exciting news. It's good news. It's good news. There has been a little backlash because the thing is with um, with these films, like with Mulan, it was, oh, it's too expensive. Like, oh, I can't spend that much money on just renting a film. Ugh. And then they go, okay, we'll release it for free. Oh my God, you're killing cinema, man. You're like, oh, just, that's a, that's a halfway point somewhere, surely. But you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Exactly. Uh, Why haven't you released this movie? Because we can't put it in cinemas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I get it. It's it's silly. It's silly. But yeah, I I still don't think they're going to do this with uh, Black Widow or uh, any of the other like MCU movies. But um, but yeah, yeah, I'm excited and can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be really good. It's going to be great. So um, are you ready for a little bit of seasoning? I would love some seasoning. Pass the salt. Salt, salt, how much do you need? Salt, salt, just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory. Where we're 
same story. So, um, <laughs> I, you know what? If this one turns out to be like the same thing as Jamie Foxx. I, you know what? It's, it's really, so we talked Spider-Man 3 earlier. We've got another Spider-Man 3 here. Uh, this is apparently uh, from our good friends that we got this covered. Um, who actually, there's another sodium story that we might need to mention uh, in a minute as well. But um, they're 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 in they're, they're lots of people I've seen on Twitter. Lots of people are like, do not trust this website. Spider-Man Three is to feature all three former live-action Spider-Men and their villains. So you'd be talking Willem Dafoe. You'd be talking um, uh, Alfred Molina. Uh, you'd be, so Doc Ock, Green Goblin, um, whether they Sand get Man. James Franco, Sandman, uh, Eddie Brock Jr., the terrible Venom. Uh, and then obviously um, uh, Reese Ifans as the Lizard. And uh, Oh God. Yeah. All of these people. All of these that people. terrible actor who did uh, the Green Goblin. Uh, uh, Dane DeHaan. Oh, he's, a, he's awful. He's, he's uh, really good in Chronicle. If you've not seen uh, Chronicle, okay. he's really good in that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was a um, bad choice for course, young Harry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so all of the villains, all of them. I mean, whether you can like bring in, bring in a live action Miles Morales, please. Can we have live action Miles Morales? That would be nice. I mean, is this not just like more wishful thinking again? Like, I think it's a knee-jerk reaction to the Batman in the Flash casting news that it's got Ben Affleck mm. and Michael Keaton. It's like, wow, they're doing that. So everyone's thinking, well, Marvel's reaction is to do their uh, multiverse. And also, you know, they, they, they looked at the success of the Into the Spider-Verse film mm. itself and they're like, well, they should, let's do a live action. And the problem you've got the live action is that, especially Tobey Maguire, he's a, he's a bit older now. Mm. Like, you know, it's... Um, and it's like the in, is the interest there from all three of them to oh well from the two of them to come back to that role where you know Tobey Maguire, you know whilst one and two were like wow he's great three was mm, a bit murky uh, Andrew Garfield was never really warmly received as Spider Man even though I thought he was pretty decent but he never really was let's be honest here good Spider Man uh, bad Peter Parker yep yeah. like. I don't know. I just, again, this is, I mean, the fact that you got it from where the story you found, do you just have this bookmarked? No, because of the things that I read, it just comes up on my feed and, you know, it it just, it just, that's why, that's why we came up with the thing of of sodium stories because these things were coming up on my feed and I was just like, look, these aren't to be taken seriously, but God damn it, we should talk about how bad these stories are. Uh, I mean, yeah. and that's what's going on. And I do think this is this is again though. It's people wanting to pit the franchises against each other. So think, as yeah. DC did Justice League far too soon uh, to catch up with the Avengers, I think people are assuming that Marvel instantly wants to knee jerk reaction to the Flash and do the same thing. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. And that is DC haven't released their version of the flash with Michael Keaton's Batman and Ben Affleck's Batman and whoever other Batman are going to be in it. So there's no knee jerk reaction to, to make something that could be based on another model. That's very unsuccessful. 
Justice League yeah. got made too early because Avengers was hugely successful. Yep. Yep. I, yeah, I just, yeah, I think wishful thinking is one of the things I think you're right there. I just also like, you know, Spider-Man three has been set up already. We, we've got the news that, um, we, we know that Spider-Man's identity has been, uh, outed. So we've got to deal with that. We know that we now know as of, of this week that Benedict Cumberbatch is coming back for, uh, uh, for that, uh, movie. They're not going to squeeze in two other Spider Men. This is like, I I I, th- I think I distinctly remember r- rumors in the run up to, um, in the run up to um, Far From Home, where they were like they're going into the multiverse because of Endgame, mm-hmm. and then and then actually what it turned out was a lie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is the same thing. Like I feel like. This is like let's have the fans focus. Like let's have this, this. Let's let's put this story out there so people can try and believe it and hype it and make it a thing, so that we can do something completely different. Yeah. Maybe at most, maybe they do bring back Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield, and they act as a decoy Spider-Man. Do you know what I mean? Like a fake Spider-Man, as yeah. To, does that make it's sense? A blink you know, you miss it cameo. That like like it's it's skipping through things, and instead of them playing clips from old movies, you they've filmed something new, or or they're just misleading everyone, and it is just going to be clips from old movies. Exactly, just like they so do in Doctor go. Who, where they show exactly. clips of uh, Tom Baker, and you're like, oh my god, Tom Baker and Peter Capaldi are on the same screen at the same time. You're like, yeah, but like one was filmed in the 60s and the other was filmed was last week and very clever editing took place. It's Yeah. Deep fake. Deep fakes. Anyway. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I think we got this covered is we got this bullshit. They, yeah, they uh, do. And uh, next story from said website. Kevin Feige wants Hugh Jackman as Wolverine for Doctor Strange 2. Of course he does. Of course he does. I, in fact, you know what? Do you know what? I don't think he does. I think Kevin Feige is smarter than that. Yep. Because I think, didn't Kevin Feige have a hand in, like, those X-Men films? He did. So he has, you know, he's done with him. Yeah. I'm done with you, Jackman. <laughs> no. Come on. I, I just, I, I, Yeah. Do you, I don't even want to see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine anymore. No. I'm he's done. He's 51 now. It's done. done. I got the ending and the ending was good. Yeah. Yeah. The ending, Logan, I don't think it could have been any better. No. Like we've had, his story's been told now. Like, and yeah, this is just like bullshit. This is, I, I, I think this bullshit. Um, some, let's see, I, I, I file this one away. The latest report from Tipster, Grace Randolph claims that Kevin Feige... Oh, that's it. Grace Randolph. Not a fan. Not a fan. Have you ever yeah. watched Grace Randolph? No. It's a, she does a YouTube channel, Beyond the Trailer. And she... Uh, there's just something about her. I just, I just dislike her greatly. Wow. Okay. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, is she actually an insider? Does she know the inside of Kevin? Is she joy inside Kevin Feige's head? She, she had like, a full-on row with the director of Birds of Prey because Grace Randolph was like spreading these rumours going, see, this confirms my story to do with this. And the director went, your story is bullshit. 
And then they ended up in a bit of a Twitter spat. So I don't trust Grace Randolph or anything she has to say, personally. Well, there you go. So that's why this story has been moved from sodium to full-on steaming pile of bullshit. (laughs) Ammonia stories. Ammonia Uh, stories. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see it happening at all. Now, there's another no. one that we haven't written in our list here. There's one more that I want to bring up because I've read it today. I read it today. It. Uh, see, Pulsus is getting excited about it. I can hear. I can hear. Uh-huh. The story is this, very quickly, is that whatever plans that they had for a Batman trilogy after this new Batman film comes out is reportedly already done because they're having real trouble working with Robert Pattinson. Apparently he's being really difficult to work with. So the whole Bat franchise is in trouble. I, I don't think so. Like that, that guy knows how to, to, one, he's a professional. He genuinely is. He's made some yeah. top-notch films. He's a professional. He's been and the lead of- Twilight. A, and Twilight, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's what I was going to say. He's been the lead of a massive franchise and he was able mm-hmm. to do it, even as a kid. Yeah. So I don't think he's that unprofessional. Um, although I would imagine he might be feeling a bit pissed off considering he did catch COVID uh, on the set. So mm-hmm. there's, there's, you know, and that's not entirely his fault. Someone fucked up there that allowed him, the situation for him to get infected. Someone yeah. else fucked up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unless he just refuses to wash his hands, um, then maybe that's on him. But uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't think, I think people are just so anti-Robert Patterson is that, and because Ben Affleck's coming back, they don't want this Batman movie anymore. They want the one that Ben Affleck did. <laughs> Yeah. was going to make at least they want that back it's just wishful thinking from fans oh Ugh. but it was i think we talked about this guy before um Go on. it was from uh it was from a youtuber that's where we got this covered got this from uh it's from a youtuber it's like from trusted youtube channel doomcock what <laughs> that's the name of the channel doomcock Oh my god! So that's the trusted news source uh, for 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 many of these stories. I imagine don't trust it. Okay. Yep. Gone. Never trust a doomcock. This is in the bin. Take it from experience. Never trust a doomcock. This is in the bin. Get in the bin. Excellent. Well, that's the okay. Sodium stories done. I've had enough salt. Salt, salt, how much do you need? Salt, salt, just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. And that's the news this week. That was that was quite interesting, wasn't it? It was. Not got us angry news. as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, Got us angry. All that sodium, all that salt in us, it's not good for you. No. Uh, we, but, but I hope that you did enjoy it because uh, we, we, we did have fun recording this. Yeah. Like, we always have fun talking about this stuff. But if you did enjoy it, please, there's a couple of things you can do to help us out. First of all, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, just to make sure that you get notified when a new episode drops. Second of all, share it. Hit the share it button, share it with your friends, your family, let them know that you're listening to this podcast. Let them know that if you're enjoying the podcast, that's another way you can help us. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and you know, you can follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Follow us on Instagram. You can even follow both of us on Twitch now for crying out loud. You can keep so up to date with everything that we're doing. And Absolutely. you can support us on Patreon. 
and you know for for that every you know the subscriber uh, subscription to patreon we we will give you lots of extras we'll give you deleted scenes deleted conversations even coming up uh, I, I just learned today that there's going to be an exclusive discord chat uh, just for geekatorium listeners and that's if you subscribe to the patreon and all you need to do is just google the geekatorium and find all of our details by that Google search. You'll find all the social media there. You'll find us there. You, you just do it. Stop Stop listening to this and go and Google it. Google what? The Geekatorium. Uh, what was that? T-H-E <laughs> space. No, you're okay, fine. I get it, I get it, I get it. Okay, cool. Thanks again, guys. Um, uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back later. Oh, no. We will be back next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.